Hi, Sphere. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> you never take the preamble, the prep seriously enough. I just, I don't get it. I'm just trying to make sure we have good sound, but to you, it's just a load of cod's wallop and you just don't understand it. Firstly, I would never say that word, whatever word you just spouted out. But that's your secondly, attitude towards it. Secondly, <laughs> secondly, you do this, you've done this, stuff, that's the second time you've done that. You've done the whole and you're we're, there's no one else we can edit this we can cut we can cut however we like but you insist on doing the the running because that's the professional uh, thing to do okay i just realized i need my notes for this episode <laughs> <laughs> so you loudly get your phone off the desk yeah hopefully they don't pick up too badly okay um so shall i kick off or do you want to i have no idea what today's about so go for it well this might be a short but sweet episode or it might be a really long one depending on how we feel (laughs) but today i in light of a video i saw on youtube around new year's i wanted to talk about aging Mm. because i feel like it's some it's one of those fears in society that is there but isn't really spoken about Mm-hmm. like other things take center stage but i feel like this is one of those pillars if fear had like various pillars i feel like aging would be one of those pillars mm-hmm. so i just wanted to get like your general perspective and then i have a few things that i've researched and i'd like to get your view and opinion on but i guess let me just and, and talk about your opinion yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. but yeah i just wanted to kick my things other, my other podcast is a one woman show and it's, <laughs> it's coming out soon I just wanted to kick off and just just generally ask you, what's your relationship with aging? Well, it was fine until I saw you turn 30. Really? Yeah. Why? (laughs) (laughs) That's a bit rude as well. But why? (laughs) Because you were really, you were pooping your pants, weren't you? (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, going by my track record, when I was 17 and I was turning 18, I was absolutely bricking it. And I really? was having like a, 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 a me, like a 10th life crisis. 10th life. <laughs> At that point, I was just, or 5th life crisis or whatever. Mm. But yeah, I just, I don't know where it is. The, the milestones really like do fill me full of fear. But you know they're arbitrary. I know that. I know they are. And hence why I wanted to partly, part of my motivation to talk about this, but mm. just generally like so throughout your life. what was the anxiety you felt turning 18 versus turning 30? It was probably both the same because they're oh, like really? both like really prestigious numbers that are like <laughs> held up in society. Like they'd be the numbers that are shining. Like they're seen as like the milestones. So in my opinion, the milestones are um, your first birthday when you turn 10 18 when you turn 10 yeah double digits <laughs> that's a big deal for a child i thought it was 13 <laughs> no 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 i'm just dropping the well 13 in some cultures then what if do you mean in some i had a i didn't have a 10th birthday party i had a 13th birthday i had party. a 10th really it was like yeah big deal probably get divorced then <laughs> and then what's the other one so yeah there's 10 18 um if you're of a latin persuasion there's your quinceanera <laughs> latin persuasion uh, if you're jewish you have a butt misbe? yeah mm-hmm. and then there's 30 obviously which a lot of people crap their pants about um then 40 which is my next big milestone 50 60 65 which used to be the 
Age retirement. Of retirement. Now it's I think is it sixty seven, and it's probably yeah, by the time we time. get there, it'll be like seventy something. <laughs> and then obviously after that is um a hundred. Mm. So in my mind, those are the revered numbers. So obviously, every time I get close to one, one does feel a bit nervous and like measures well, oneself what is against it, other people. I don't know. Oh, you're just, comparing yourself. Yeah, because it's like well, like how far you've come. Or yeah, how exactly. Far you've got to and go. there's and don't get me wrong, like. If I was to measure myself up against those standards, I'm not doing too bad for myself. Mm. Like, got married. Um, Hello. Hey. And then, <laughs> <laughs> like, in a decent career. Uh, who is she? You. <laughs> <laughs> in a decent career. Um, yeah, I don't have much to worry about. Like, if we're going by, like, the things that society tends to judge you about on, but... <laughs> Yeah, that's just, I don't know. You've proper judo flipped me on this because I <laughs> wanted to ask you about your relationship with age, not go uh, down my apprehensions, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I think when I turned 13, I was it was a grand old time. It was a very, very awkward birthday party with, uh, it was a 70s disco themed and we hired a church hall that was, well, you went all out. Yeah, we, well, I thought I had more friends than I did. We had this big church hall and all the people I invited turned up, but it was only like like 10 to 15 people. <laughs> it just, it looks so dead. Yeah, pictures. Probably. Don't ever, I, they must be somewhere. Yeah. But don't ever ask me to plan a birthday because I have no idea what I'm doing. Uh, yeah, I don't know. So 13 was fine. 18 was great. I think the only time when I've ever thought about my age was when I turned 26. Mm. And that was, a, that hit me for a weird reason because it's not a milestone by any means, but I just felt like... Wait, did you feel the same? Because when I hit 26, I felt a tad different as well. And my feeling was I'm no longer the, I'm the oldest of the young, but the youngest of the old. And like, I felt like a, a sense of responsibility and like what? I'm no longer young and cool and stuff. I don't know. Really? But yeah, I feel like that going back to the 30 thing, I think my apprehension towards 30 started when I was 26. Really? So you've yeah. been torturing yourself for four years? Yeah. Jeez. But yeah, sorry. No, I, I only, I didn't have any of that. I only just started to worry about my fertility. Yeah. Which none of my friends were. We all turned 26 and I was like, biological clock right (laughs) (laughs) radio and i was i don't know if i was if i'd met you at that point yeah i think i maybe had met you but not like started getting to know you yeah uh and i yeah i don't know i just i felt like well it's it's biological fact your your egg reserves start to dip Mm. and your fertility starts to suffer essentially from the age of 25 26 onwards it's also the age this is weird that i know this well i did sports science in a level 26 is like the peak your peak physical condition yeah so uh, so in terms that of makes sense in terms of football but yeah yeah your biological clock as well as your uh your sort of physiological maturity your muscle density your bone density your vo2 max all of these components <laughs> are at their peak in, yeah. a, in an athlete typically at the age of 26 i wasn't there yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's why so, I, I sniggered myself yeah so i i got to 26 i was like mm, okay i'm efficient like in terms of my my 
physiology, I'm officially over Wait, the hill. Wait, is that for men and women? They both meet I'm their not physical sure if there's peak a di- I'm not sure if there's a difference. I'm not sure. Not Probably. by logic, like, you know what I mean, like in terms like the of athletic the athletic side prowess. of yeah. I think so. I'm not oh, sure okay. what the discrepancy is, but I know that I either absorb 26 for females or I, or I absorb 26 just yeah. generally. Okay. But yeah, I I kind of it kicked in that this is as good my body right now as it is is as good as it's ever gonna get mm. in terms of its capa- physical capabilities. Obviously, there are many people that turn their life around and in their 30s and 40s and 50s and plus they start going to the gym and they start to improve their bone density yeah. and they start to, uh, you know, work on their athleticism and you get 85 year olds doing marathons, obviously. Yeah. But I just for myself, I look I was like, mm, OK, got a mountain to climb here. I, I was slim and athletic and that kind of thing. I didn't. um you know, I didn't have any problems, but I just felt like, okay, I don't know. I just kicked in that I wasn't, I wasn't, this is as good as it's going to get, right, phys- physically. And then and the other thing was the fertility. For for whatever reason, I just, I just acknowledged yeah. in a really profound way that my, my fertility, my, I don't know how to explain it. Like my place as a woman in the world I was gonna, in that respect. Obviously yeah. there's many women that don't have kids and thrive. I was one of those women that didn't think I would ever have kids or, you know, whatever. But I, it just kind of hit me that, oh, okay, wow, damn. And then the other thing was sun damage. <laughs> <laughs> my aging whole thing, I, cause I'm quite a. Wait, because that's one of the key, con- um, key contributors. Uh, contribute uh, Contributors. Been, yeah. Yeah towards like the physical appearance of aging right which we which deem, is sun damage yeah which we deem as wrinkles appearing on one's face or or sort of texture texture irregularities yeah. or um sunspots or melasma as a skin condition that can come that can be uh what's the word um it can come at any age i think if i'm not mistaken and it can also be exacerbate, exacerbated by the sun yeah anyway I was, I just, it was not taking care of my skin. Oh, he's telling me to move close to the mic and is trying to be all suave about it, but I'm going to air him out now. So, what was I saying? Yeah, so I, up until this point, was sort of minding my own business, doing whatever physical physical exercise I wanted, not dating anyone, not even thinking about having kids, and also not giving a single crap about my skin. And then at 26 i don't know it just kind of hit me that all this physical all the physical reality of my life (laughs) and like where i am in it and i was like okay i better put some sunscreen on these days and i started to sort of take skincare seriously i guess probably too little too late because think of the 26 years of damage and like going out in the sun no worries anyway but that's life you live life anyway but i started to take take that a bit more seriously and then i just came into a realization that my my egg reserves are reducing <laughs> you really are very concerned about what is that about yeah weird eh and then so the other thing not to add to your woes did you feel any of the um because when i was doing a research for this topic i came across a lot of people that are worried because of this whole notion that's predicated by society in terms of like its fascination with youth and looking young did any and like the amounts of money that women spend on anti-aging yeah. did any of that was that a factor or whatsoever in terms of like your psyche or yeah you... yeah for sure but i think it wasn't 
it was more of a I I'm 26 I don't have any signs of aging yet but it, it kind of hit me that I'm half Celtic so I've got that fair skin freckly you know I've got that genetic makeup half of it so it's half the reason why I get sunburnt instead of suntanned <laughs> <laughs> and it's half the reason why I'll age quicker than my full-blooded Moroccan you know cousins and whatever so I'm already at a disadvantage in terms of that view of aging and I just kind of realized okay well you know better late than never start taking skincare a bit more seriously I, st- I don't use anti-aging anything but I just you know um use sunscreen and moisturizers and whatever I, li- I honestly I, I got away scot-free in my childhood and teenage years with skincare I didn't get acne I didn't get any of that mm. so I just I mean this is massive first world problems my god but I, you know I just basically developed a complacency around taking just that sort of stuff yeah but yeah no I do think that Obviously, part of it is, oh, I don't want to look like an old fogey when I'm, you know, in my 40s. But the, I mean, the reality of that is that, that what's that based on, right? It's based yeah, on... Yeah, I was going to say, and what's, like, what's what's the downside of looking like a so-called old fogey? Exactly. Uh, no, well, it's, what, it's what just, do you think well, they are? I, well, we know why. So there's, it's it's biological fact that when you think about the the psychology of attraction Mm. so uh if we think about how we are how to what extent we're attractive to somebody else is based on the suppleness of our skin it's based on the symmetry of our face for women it's based on the uh, waist to hip ratio it's you know so there's like physical attributes that will enable you to i guess get ahead in the game of you know sexual conquests and reproduction Mm. so on a biological level there are there are advantages to being younger so when you're a younger woman you are more fertile you are a symbol therefore of fertility in many cultures Uh, and when you get past that phase you are no longer catcalled on the street there's a you know this is a thing like women talk about not getting that level of attention that they used to get and feeling like they've been tossed to the side and a lot of older women have to come to terms with not being the object of desire anymore and the irony is that when they were the object of desire they would have a go at men don't cat call me i'm more than my body i'm more than you know my looks and that's just a natural progression in life is that you become some you you essentially become ignored and it's a real problem for particularly older older women because older men will get away with that they as they age and as they go gray they they become more attractive they're the silver fox they're suave you know but as women go gray they're seen as uh you know i don't know as as a kind of a waste of space and you feel like there's more of a celebration of older men than there is of older women so the comp sorry i just bumped the mic that's okay sincere apologies there it's un it's undeniable that the conversation around aging is gendered like i'll put my life on the line and say that it the reaction and perception of older older men uh is very different to older women and there is a kind of understanding and knowing that as younger women this isn't gonna stay forever there is that feeling 
um, and the the perception of older women that we see in even just in how they're presented in television and movies and you know they're always like the the kind of lumpy like mother-in-law or whatever and or kind of the old hag they're never seen as sexy full you know with kind of a, a full history and you know witty funny smart naughty women you know and that's that's something that we absorb in our world and then when it's our turn we want to kind of fight the chances of it and then obviously every time you see an advert from l'oreal or mm. ole or whatever the fuck they're always going on about qt q10 plus and yeah anti-peptides and blah 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 all of which is complete nonsense but it is it's to latch on to those insecurities that women do have and yeah and i guess all right so then the next thing i'd like to know um is what do you think is like the mental cost of, of from a woman's perspective of all of that and does it tie into like some of the baseline fears that happen that come with being scared of aging like? yeah well i think so when you said you know one of the pillars of fear is uh, is uh, what was it i said one of the pillars of fear is probably aging yeah pillars of fear is aging the reason why is because it's a realization or a an unavoidable truth or reminder that you you're going to die Mm. so i think what ultimately people are afraid of is death and aging is a sign of death your cells are decaying they're not reproducing collagen as much um, or as rapidly or as efficiently that shows up in the fine lines in your face it shows up in your inability to uh you know be as active as you were or or eat the same things or be as sexually active you know i don't know it's just there's a lot of reminders that that your time is up <laughs> and it's like it, i think we can have a whole other conversation about death because that that's just a really interesting i know we're skirting around it but yeah we, well we, i i'm yeah. not one to skirt around it i i don't like talking about yeah death. <laughs> maybe i'll convince you to have a conversation about it but I don't it, think there's so many there's that. so this it well i think the point i'm trying to make is that people are afraid to talk about it so they would rather not They'd rather not acknowledge that it exists and instead go get some Q10 antipeptides nonsense cream. You know, because maybe if I look younger, maybe if I look like I'm 30, then I'll live for the 30 more years. Yeah. But the reality is I'm 60 and this is who I am and I've got grandkids or whatever. So, you know, I think that's what it's ultimately pinned on is is the fear of death and wanting to avoid that. Okay. I, we've spoken about this previously. Wait, what do you think? You, no, this I'm, is I'm in coming, an interview. No, I know. I'm coming to what I think. It's going to be a bit long. Yeah, it's going to be a bit long-winded, but oh, trust mate. me, um, I've, I can see the the runway and my oh, plane. Oh, good. Is, well, as long as you can see, my plane it, is coming. I have no idea where go. this is going to go. All right, check this. So we had a conversation a couple of days, if you are able to recollect, about a certain YouTuber, a Mister Nice That. Oh yeah. First name Casey. Oh god, do I have to talk about him? <laughs> no, just briefly. God bless. Um, no, he's an amazing guy. I like his. Oh, vids. you've met him. I haven't met him, but I feel like <laughs> I know him because he's put out so much. Just of remember the years. who put you onto him, yeah. Yeah, you did. Thank you. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> disputing that. Anywho, so obviously, start of the year, um, he comes out with his first video of the year, and it's around aging. 
Um, is this what prompted you? To yeah, because his oh, right. his reaction to like the the idea or the concept of aging really alarmed me. Mm. Um, which is why I've been thinking about this topic for the past couple of days. So it's yeah, seven days into the year, and I'm and I'm still You're thinking, still yeah, um, because he was like, he looked not terrified, but like <laughs> stunned. <laughs> Wait, how? Why? What prompted this? So the new year, or yeah, the new year. Right. So, um, so it was one of the rare appearances that we see with him and his daughter in the video. Um, obviously he respects her privacy and has taken the decision to like not show her face, but we hear from her. Um, and then he makes a comparison between how, um, a year in his daughter in his daughter's life feels much longer than a year in his life. And then he used like M&Ms to like show the difference. So he count his daughter is like five years old. So she gets five M&Ms, whereas he's 38 years old. Mm. Um, and then he did the math and it turns out like a year is like each year in his life is like 2.1%. Whereas for her, it's 20%. So the passage of time feels much, much longer for so her. So what you're saying, so one year is a fifth of her. Her life. Her yeah. life. Yeah. So it feels like a each a heftier year, yeah. chunk of her life whereas for him it's a minute percentage of, yeah. of his of the bigger picture of his life and with that comes that when like for her she's not thinking about her past she can probably barely even remember it but like she looks forward to the future mm. whereas he now feels like he's in this space where he has enough of the past behind him and he has probably equal if not slightly more of the future ahead of him and he's like really taken aback by this whole the idea that there's maybe as much if not more yeah to look back on yeah exactly um and then i guess what and then uh, just to quickly wrap up his video and you should probably watch it for yourselves because it is really pretty good he's not like clickbaiting us he it was like a (laughs) genuinely good like essay i'd say Mm. um then he brought in his late grandmother um, who sadly passed away, I believe, last year at some point. But basically, it was on her 91st birthday. And then she asked her, He, yeah, he asked her, like, how does she feel like she's, not, like, coming towards the end of her life? And she was very, very positive. She wasn't really exhibiting, like, the fear or that I, I saw from Casey's body language. She was more happy and she said that, like, she's just filled with gratitude that like each day she she has another day to spend on the earth and is like really happy and excited and is really happy with her life and all of the things that she's done she used to be like a tap dancer so she has Mm. fond memories of that and she even though most of her life was behind her and there wasn't much in front of her life she was still really happy about the things that had happened whereas he's like at that approaching the 50 percent mark but yet was i felt riddled with lots and lots of fear despite being somebody that's clearly really really successful has done a lot has achieved a lot in life but is still like gripped i felt by like this fear of growing older or like time running out on him Mm. and i'm like dude you've probably done more than more people would like in their life but yeah you at your level is still really um hampered by this thing Mm. and it like this is like i feel like it really like bearing witness to this has really like transformed how i've seen the process of aging and has made me question like for example me before my 30s me before my 18th birthday um it's also made me question like um it's basically made me feel like are 
irrational fears of being worried about aging kind of robs us from being in the moment and like fully realizing who we are Mm. who we could be and then also i was thinking about and i was like maybe the fear of um aging could also like point to maybe that there's an imbalance in your life of some sort or maybe there's an opportunity that you're not quite taking up at the moment because you've got this fear of like oh no like time is running out and it's like okay why are you worried why yeah what is there that's making you panic what is it that you feel like you haven't done that's making you so apprehensive and not able to relax yeah exactly because you still have a lot in front of you like Mm. most our peers anyway would have a lot in front of them and even people older than us like but they might not feel like it but they still have statistically they still have quite a lot ahead of them yeah um and then just one quick nugget before i throw back over to you i did no, um, no, it's no rush. i did <laughs> i did some research <laughs> Do on carry on <laughs> like because another thing like one of the fears is cited and you touched on it briefly is this whole fear of like becoming senile and like mm. um old and not able to do stuff not able to fend for yourself and so on and so forth um and then the scientist he basically the psychological scientist did a an experiment with a control group of young people and a control group of older people um and then what he said was is that there's two types of like um cognitive functions that he wanted to analyze which is crystallized memory so like your knowledge and your experience and all of that that apparently that stays consistent no Mm. matter what the one that can um dip is like your ability i think it's called fluid function Mm -hmm. so it's like if um he used the example of um if there was a puzzle um and like say if it was like a memory game a younger person would fare much better at that Mm -hmm. because their brain um, was able to fire off but then he said something that totally blew my mind and it reminded me of a really like fascinating fact about human beings he said um with the older people you'll get some that have like mentally degraded but you'll get some that are still just as sharp yeah and i'm sure we can think of like some old people that are still fighting fit and just up there with the rest of them like running rings around people i I can't do a marathon and you're saying there's 85 year olds doing marathons or you hear about the cute little story of like an old man in uni at the grand old age of 80 or something um and he was basically saying that what's happening in those cases is um the older person's brain is essentially using more of their brain cells so whereas like say for example because we um, use such a small yeah we only use five percent yeah so he's saying what's happening in those people's brain is your brain is actually designed to like help you fight against the um the effects of aging so what it does is like if your a certain hemisphere was dedicated to like identifying buildings or maps or whatever, your brain would then recruit other brain cells, and then you're basically yeah you're using more of your brain. So I found that really fascinating Whoa. that like you have that ability Let's to vote. like yeah exactly. <laughs> it might not be like and yeah it could be seen Unless as like a coping mechanism, but well, it's, obviously not. It's your brain. Yeah. Your brain doesn't have a uh, what's the word it doesn't know it's doing it yeah exactly right? yeah it's yeah. it's all but the praise be but like yeah. you're able to tap into this wonderful extra resource with which we're only using five percent currently so what's yeah. an extra two percent to the brain can, is there any way we can use it more now or no well you can I, it's so from what i've got and i'm not i'm not a phd so you're gonna have to check it out yourself oh, good, but okay. from what i can tell is 
um, You've the been hiding your certificate <laughs> this whole time. <laughs> the crystallized. So if you're going back to the, the crystallized um, cognitive function, so like your knowledge and whatnot, that you can always increase and become much more astute and and, and better with. Um, so there is hope in that. And then I guess the other thing that I saw in the comment section and people were agreeing with, so I'm going to take this as like um, a fact and it kind of plays wow. <laughs> it kind of plays up. I just, know that's really note, note that everyone he he takes YouTube built, comments as I, fact. I built a castle on the sand right there, but yeah, let's hopefully let's hope it stands up a bit here. Um, obviously, some of the decisions that you make now. So I'm pointing a, a huge set of fingers back at myself here. Um, like your health choices. Mm-hmm. Um, how you live your life like He's giving it, me direct eye contact as he's saying <laughs> also as well like the company you keep how you feel inside like it all those things impact on your body so if you give yourself that fighting chance by living a good life and like being happy and being healthy you give yourself more of a chance to like be fighting fit when you're older so yeah i'm just saying all this to say that like that Casey video really like opened up my mind and like it's just I've, I feel filled with a bit more hope that there's something you can do to fight against those fears that may pop up um, I think a huge part a huge way I'm doing that is by I started I started going gray at 17 yeah and it was one strand two strands and my mum would find them and pull them out <laughs> she's like <laughs> Because she knew yeah. it was the beginning. Because she started going grey earlier too. Again, the Celtic side is letting is letting me down majorly on this one. <laughs> on the ageing front. And yeah, so I started to go grey. And I... Uh, it so, sort of become more... It became more and more obvious by the time I was like maybe 20... I could hide it. Because where it's placed, it's not sort of at the top of my head at my parting, if that mm. makes sense. So you can't... You can't see on first glance, uh, or at least you couldn't at the time. It was sort of underneath. So if you, if I had my hair in a ponytail, for yeah. example, or whatever, so I could avoid sh- showing it. And then um, I think by the time I was twenty, I think twenty one, twenty two, it became a little bit more obvious. And I just made a decision at that time. And this was when I had, in theory, everything else going for me, if mm. you like. So no wrinkles no you know no kind of signs of aging like 20 21 years old you know as youthful as they get really within the legal age (laughs) so inappropriate but uh i made a decision to not dye my hair and not cover it up because i thought i you know if i if i succumb to this now then i am god help me when more shit comes in and i've I start to feel like I have to fight all of those yeah. inevitabilities. The fact that I'm going grey now versus fifty five is kind of irrelevant. The yeah. point is I'm going grey. Yeah. Like it's it's a reality. It's gonna happen, yeah. So I just well, kind of force to myself happen. to embrace it. Now, mind you, I put a headscarf on, a hijab, like at basically at that time. <laughs> so I in theory haven't had to show for it because mm. Yeah, you've kept it under wraps. I've kept under wraps, <laughs> and no one would know a thing. Yeah, but the the sentiment's still there. I still don't, you know. And every time I go get my hair cut, they ask me if I want to like dye my hair. Not every time, but you know, enough times they like notice it. One one woman even tried to like cut them out as she was going. I yeah. thought, mate, you're you've got an uphill battle in your hands because there's a lot where that came from. Like 
you know, you. I know I'm not on the same level six. as you. I've got like three little grey hairs, and even with me, they're like, "Do you want to take them out? Should yeah. I pluck them?" I was like, "No, nah, keep them." It's so at the two or three mark, fair yeah. enough. But I'm, I'm, yeah, I'd say five, ten percent grey. So, yeah. like, forget. How long have we been going? Uh, we're at the thirty-minute mark. Oh. Okay, so we're back. Sorry. Do you want to explain what just happened? Time. uh so i messed around with the mic and it the wire came loose so we lost like maybe 10 seconds before i realized how, luckily i was actively you? monitoring how dare you oh, no, i was bad. on the precipice of of a eureka moment <laughs> but yeah we were saying something so, about me going gray no, so i was saying about how i go <laughs> to the salon and even that like me with my three little gray curly hairs are like fretting and then they're trying to they're trying to pluck them out yeah whereas <laughs> yeah you said yeah well yeah what did i say something yeah i think they my hairdressers would try and do that and then now it's at the 10 5 10 percent mark where there's no chance of you plucking all of that mm. out and they've now shifted to the occasional hint to dye my hair and just by making that decision not to is is not a huge decision it's just something that it was a considered one it was something that i thought okay am i gonna am i gonna fall for this am i gonna fall into this trap where i'm dying my hair now and if i can't if i can't deal with my gray hairs now then i don't know what i'll do when wrinkles inevitably come in and you know like we were saying i don't know if this picked up but whether i go gray at 18 or 55 is irrelevant the point is i'm gonna i'm gonna go gray and I needed to find a way to be okay with it ultimately yeah. and I also started to watch I don't know why I don't this is going to be my gravestone honestly uh, this thing I saw on Oprah is that's that's mm. what's going to be on my this thing I saw on Oprah just bear that in mind anyway this thing I saw on Oprah right <laughs> was this uh older actress Ali McGraw who talked about aging gracefully yeah and she had this gorgeous uh high bun and her all her hair was gray like dark grays, light grays, but it was all gray, untouched. And she had no whiff of Botox or Juvederm or fillers, nothing. And she looked so great for her age. I think she's like in her 60s, 70s. She looked great. She, yeah, she looked 70, but she looked great for a cent. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, why are we gonna, I think we need to shift our expectation of you look great for a old yeah. woman and just say you look, look great. great for, like yeah. you're 70 and you look great. Yeah so that's the the kind of negative messaging that we've that we've absorbed over time where if you look good for a older woman that's somehow a compliment but that they shouldn't be intertwined and older women don't just disappear or become irrelevant yeah because they've hit a certain age they are still women they are still the exact same yeah as i was gonna say like where are we boiling it down strictly to like how people look because of our own insecurities around aging and not respecting well, all like the I other said, qualities it's just you're no longer sexually viable yeah. in in the eyes of those that are trying to reproduce which are younger men and younger women so the, the disadvantage of course and this is biologically driven because you know women struggle to conceive by the time they're 30 plus that the you know that that's when it becomes more of an issue and then by the time they're in their late 30s early 40s it's they're i think at, at a certain level past 40 you're immediately an at-risk pregnancy so the fact that you can even get pregnant is kind of a miracle 
by the time you're in that age group for a lot of women. And women are surprised when they struggle to conceive in their 30s. But the reality is, because getting pregnant is not as easy as you, as you would think. I think we're sort of taught that, you know, avoid pregnancy at all costs, which is fair at the age of 16, 17. But when you're, in your, when you're 36 and you're trying to get pregnant, it's actually more difficult than for a lot of women than it seems. And miscarriages are far more common. So the reality of aging really hits in that way where women are faced with the, the, that, you know, fact that they, their body is not able to do what they want it to do. And if they had got, if they had tried to get pregnant at 20, there most likely wouldn't have been any issues. The problem is in our society, a lot of women don't have their crap together at the age of 20. There's a lot of pressure to get a degree or to get a career or to, you know, whatever. But the, the biological reality is that you need to conceive from the age of 16. So those in, those at the age of 36, 46 really struggle. Um, but making so that's a kind of big sign of of aging that's hard to to reconcile but then there's this kind of smaller level gray hairs wrinkles not being you know not being set quote sexually attractive is the kind of first step I'd say or the first sign that there's a real insecurity around aging and then for those that are lucky enough to be sexually viable <laughs> and try to get pregnant that's another sign that it you know aging is in fact happening because you may struggle to conceive more than you would have liked or thought you would mm-hmm. so i i get your point around well, why do we succumb to this but the truth is is that there is some element of truth in it you know there is there there are biological factors at play there are evolutionary factors at play and the, the i guess the mission for for women in particular is to decide what their place in the world is and decide to what extent they will play that game and for me as an 18 year old deciding not to feeling really insecure about my gray hairs thinking I'm not going to be as attractive uh you know no one's going to want to be with me because how many people how many adverts would you say you've seen from from when you were born till the time you're 18 of hair dye adverts saying great you know 100% covers greys and you know that kind of thing that's all I'd seen and then my mum as well also used to always she used to always get her hair dyed so and she used to buy the boxes and stuff so I that's kind of all I know if you have grey hair you should cover it and then when it started happening for me I thought oh god like I I don't want to do this a lot of money's being made yeah of course it's just playing to your insecurities and by making a decision not to do that that was a real act of defiance for me and that I hope sets the tone for my aging process going forward that I I turn in I the next time something happens that's quite drastic like I don't know like I get a ton of wrinkles or well the problem with aging is it's gradual and it hits you it doesn't hit you overnight but you know it Mm -hmm. creeps up on you so but my hope is that I am able to you know take take what happens with a pinch of salt and recognize what it means and what I don't have to do about it I don't have to do anything about it and yeah so but I think that the interesting thing that I'm seeing a lot of and it kind of connects is uh, preventative measures to aging so a lot of women in their 20s are getting Botox and fillers as a way to prevent any wrinkles from forming so if you 
if I if I look at you now and you've got in your you raise your eyebrows, you've got lines, right? Mm. As do I. And as soon and um, but then as soon as you put your eyebrows back down, your wrinkles go away. What aging will do is those wrinkles will stay regardless of where your eyebrows yeah move, right? So a lot of people are getting Botox in those places so that those wrinkles never set. Um even if they don't have any signs of aging, which I think is an interesting shift in the kind of beauty industry that I've witnessed is that there is a growing expectation for women in their 20s to take those preventative measures and essentially play the long game. If I if I do this now, I'll look great when I'm 50, 60. Yeah. I think there's it's problematic in many ways, but obviously there's uh you know do what the hell you want with your body basically, if that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. Um, but I think there's there just has to be an understanding of why, and if it's because you fear death, like you were saying before, if you know what are, what are your insecurities about aging and what can you do about it? Is Botox going to fix that, or is it just going to uh Reju- uh, re- reinvigorate that insecurity that when it starts to wear off you feel like you have to save up the money again and go bearing in mind Botox is not cheap so I don't know why these 20 year olds are getting this money to be doing this mm. every 3-6 to six months like a bit mad but again what you do with your money is your business but I just think there's a there's a question there of why and if if you can answer that question and still be happy to do it then fair enough but if if it's if there's something deeper going on you know that that we're not addressing because as a society like you said we don't want to address it it's the elephant in the room right so yeah and then obviously you get the adverts spouting out anti-wrinkle and you know have your grace. Well? like there's another big player in this so like beauty is one thing another thing as well i feel is like the whole hustle mentality and oh then yeah also that's an interesting well, take and then also as well like in some cases actually a lot of cases the family pressures so like your parents will have like their expectation for your life or Mm. their template and then so and then on the hustle side of things there's like a keeping up with the joneses type feeling as well and like for example you don't want to lose your cohort so like you guys all started in nursery (laughs) primary school secondary school high school in some countries whatever college Mm-hmm. and university so on and so forth and it's like i don't know it feels like you you want to stay a part of the pack it's like okay where are we going as a pack now okay you got your first house i'm gonna get my first house. and it's like i feel like <laughs> you got your, well yeah there's a few of those like yeah. first a first job out of uni was a big one for me yeah exactly. so feeling like okay who's got who's got a good job coming out of uni who's you know who's earning 30 plus yeah. um and then it was the house thing. Yeah, and then it comes back to, like, the very top of the conversation with, like, there's these various, like, markers that we've laid down, like, different ages that are important to different sects of societies. And I, it's just... it's I just feel like it's just a hot mess, man. And it's just, like, no wonder why... Like, how can I put it? For me, watching that video has been liberating because, like, I can see because obviously mental health has gone way up the agenda yeah um and i was watching a pod was listening to a podcast with andre 3000 and rick rubin um and they were talking about how 20 years ago we weren't even able to um 
put a name to some of these terms like how many people a couple of years ago would have known what anxiety is or would have known what like various mental disorders are or mm-hmm. would have known that they're stressed and how prevalent these things are and like the pressures and strains oh, yeah. of life Actually, like like how stress yeah, plays because, into aging as well yeah because i i think aging and like some of the contemplations and like the thoughts and feelings associated with that are contributors to how people feel and like there's a huge mental health aspect so as you've yeah. clearly said like okay there's the biological pressures um that are placed on women then there's also like this hustle hard mentality as well that i think can contribute to how you feel about yourself and when you at say a certain hustle hard, age do you mean like the just the general comparisons with others in life yeah so exactly it, yeah. yeah when you're on your like instagram by this feed age, yeah. i feel like i should have done this or yeah exactly this or bought this and also yeah. as well like even even if it's an old person and like sometimes i feel like people judge others too harshly like they'll see an old person maybe somebody that's complaining about like oh they don't have much money when they're old or um i just feel like there's a where it's it's part of the reason why people might be feeling bad um and it's just one of those things that i feel like if you're able to get on top of and like understand where that feeling yeah from. and like get on like just get rid of that fear of aging and just be who you are like you are like maybe five or ten percent of the way of like overcoming any potential or even preventing any future like mental health things in the future there's uh there is value like i think you raised earlier is what is this trying to tell you what are these fears and anxieties trying to tell you is it that you haven't started a project that you really love or doing what you're really passionate about i think there is something there also as well you could be pointing out your self-love like maybe it's really really low if you're looking for the validations of others like yeah what's your relationship with yourself saying if you're going to a lot of lengths to address something yeah or if you're working yourself extra hard to keep up with the joneses yeah, yeah no, exactly that's like, really true. like just, what is that saying about how yeah, you view yourself like that you're if, not valuable enough yeah if this is becoming like a motivating factor that i need to get x y and z before i'm 30 or i need to get x y and z before i'm 40 or i or need I to get i can't look this old by yeah the time or, I'm, yeah. yeah exactly like because i feel like that's a it's an overlooked part like and, a sort of self-esteem yeah and then meanwhile you're i feel like we're robbing ourselves of like just the peace that is available to us yeah um, straight up. in many ways and and also as well like i'm sure like you can think of a handful of like older people that are like really nice and like have <laughs> really a lot nice. to offer in yeah, this like world yeah like i said the ali mcgraw interview yeah. really are, and it's on youtube by the way if you maya angelou um, yeah all those are really powerful i'm not saying oprah super old but no, no but yeah she's, she's in her she's, 60s yeah or um if you ever want to feel if you ever want to feel inspired about getting older, just watch Maya Angelou yeah. in her 80s talking to Oprah. And she says, it has never been this good. Yeah. Right? I think there is a certain wisdom that comes, obviously, from when you hit a certain age and you go over the hump, so to speak, where the those comparisons kind of fade away. You're no longer... It's already done, right? You already look old. <laughs> You've already lived most of your life. You're not going to, you of course can be able to try new things and learn a new skill or get a PhD for you care. Um, But no amount of Botox is going to take away from Mm. that pressure that you used to feel. So 
it, there is a, a kind of surrender that I see in a lot of older older people that I've listened to and watched. Yeah, they're free from the... the, they, the they've, yeah. they've signed themselves out the Matrix. They're not involved. And they just and they just become present yeah. and they just they just start to because everything comes into perspective right so if you ever want to feel that's good the key about word it, which i wanted to touch if you on ever want to feel good about aging just watch her she, i've never seen a woman so happy yeah. and it inspires me to get older and feel that happy <laughs> no one thing up like you said the, the key word for me and it's like one of the things i do like about being older is perspective yeah. And like knowing, especially as well, if I have a big daunting goal and I've got previous experience that I'm, I've got a perspective of what it takes based on things that I've endured in the past. So when I face something new, like I like after a while, like you're able to pick up on the patterns and you learn the game. Like I'm yeah. using vague terms because I want people to apply it to whatever thing they're facing in life. But yeah, I just feel like that's one of like the things that happens in life that you, like as you grow older, you have a perspective. You're able to help others, and like you're like you're able to help yourself. You're like, for example, a five or ten year plan now doesn't seem as daunting as when I was like younger. Like, oh, who's got yeah. five years to wait? That's long. I'm gonna be twenty five, man. Or like, <laughs> like, do you get what I'm saying? Whereas now it's like, okay, I'm gonna be thirty five, and that doesn't feel too long away and i've got the experience i don't know it's it, just, there's an yeah. irony though because those that are younger that can have control over their destiny and do what they need to do to you know i don't know achieve their goals whatever there is that impatience mm. and there is a complete they're lack, young and hungry as there's they say, a complete yeah. lack of perspective and i think even us talking now late 20s early 30s we are we're only just starting to talk about this right so it's not something that and that that might even be premature. I don't know. That that it depends on your social circles, I guess, or just who yeah, you are as a person. The if you're, you keep as well. yeah, yeah, and it's not wrong to not talk about it either. It's not. It's not. It's not wrong to be ambitious. I'm not saying no, that, but it's yeah. not wrong to like listen to this and go, oh God, like boring. To you know, we're too. You're too young to be talking about this. Like I'll check back in when you're sixty and you've mm. actually got something to say about aging because the truth is we don't actually have very much to say on it. We're just scared of it. Uh, not you and me i'm saying our generation mm. i'm not scared of it but that's because i'm not I, afraid I, of death. My, i guess anyway, if you're gonna yeah sorry <laughs> but was, yeah. yeah i think that there's something there where there's a perspective that we just don't have because we are not at that age and all we can really do is listen to our elders yeah and pay attention to their their energy and like what they actually bring to the world and how happy and content they tend they they are obviously there's a lot of um exceptions but yeah i just think there's that sentiment that we a big part of the problem is that we are not thinking about what everyone else has to say we're just thinking about what we want Mm. in that moment so we place all this expectation and, and promise and the the thing we're trying to get or the thing we're hustling for or the the looks we it hope becomes to so consuming and becomes yeah. a really self yeah. self consuming uh, i think that's you know that's uh, part of it for objective. me is like i feel like we get so plugged into like various aspects that we're not able to look at the bigger picture and i feel like for me the bigger picture here is like time is whether it, it's in front of you or behind you it's it's on your side and it's up to you you've got more power than you think to be able to like wield what you can do whatever you want with the time that's available to you 
and just not to get so wrapped up in like the the fear and anxiety yeah exactly older. you've got a lot you might to be gain. losing your eggs but <laughs> not exactly no but even like still like okay no, of course. but speaking more broadly just just generally like don't just don't fall for this aging crap okay just be yourself <laughs> snap out of it wake up wake up wake up there's it doesn't matter if you're turning 30 it doesn't matter if you're turning 18 doesn't matter if you're turning 40 doesn't matter if you're turning 50 doesn't matter if you're turning 65 and you know what 100 it is? the people just I be actually you. the people i actually like enjoy the company of most are older people yeah like there is there is something about like forget um there's something about refusing to give a shit about people's yeah, opinions like, that's, that's a, yeah. so refreshing. They're alive. Yeah. They're they're not playing no game. They're not looking for any acceptance. Now, like yeah. when people are you old and they shit. just don't give a like flying yeah. like those people like and that's I think that's my big message that I'm trying to get across today. Is I'm I'm trying to knock on the door and like just be like, yo, there's a life out here and we're not living it if we're worrying about aging. And I hope that I am still happy with myself in the future when I look older and like Oh, that's the other thing. You're gonna look even cuter when you're older. <laughs> that grey hair will come through. Can't wait. Oh yeah, just yeah. I'm let's just drop this, man. Cause I can see it's it's uh from my perspective this is something it's a cross we don't need to bear man like there's enough <laughs> like crap going out there in life to be worrying about getting older or oh my days it's another new year like what am i doing with my like just mm. yeah just take it as a sign reflect see what you could be doing more of and, and put your time and energy into that the big thing i would i i think we don't do as we age we think so much about circumstances so mm. i want to achieve this or get that and we don't think about, I want to give less of a shit about what people think. Mm. I want to not judge other people. I want to not accept judgment from other people. I want to stand up for myself in situations, you know, in, in conflict. Wait, There's can I flip that, this on that, its that head? That we don't do, that I find that a lot of women that I watch uh, in their 60s, they are the feistiest, strongest characters you've ever seen. And it's because they have they are just done with being in a meeting room or being at a coffee shop or go whatever going on a date and dealing with nonsense and they're just done with it and I, that's the energy i want to keep <laughs> no another thing let me flip this on its head real quick and i will make this quick because we're gonna but don't also as well don't think you're too young in certain circumstances as well like don't oh that's the other problem yeah right? that, yeah exactly Yeah, because now i'm on tiktok and i am old as fuck uh, no but i mean as in don't think you're too young to like be an exec or don't think you're too young to do you get what there's some like yes some experiences can be valued and i know i spoke about um perspectives and and but i'm just thinking about like young leaders that are out there that don't wait to mature like a fine wine. If you feel like you have something to offer now in this day I and age, I think that's the. That's the. I mean, if we look at the, um, because I'm the, I'm just saying that because I would like to see a few younger world leaders. I was gonna say that there was controversy around Finland. Yeah, that's the yeah. young thirty-five-year-old. And then Alexandria Casio Cortez. Yeah, she has to wait until it, she's a certain age before yeah, she can be considered but this to is be a, president. That's the kind of energy I would like as a leader right yeah anyway but yeah um cool but yeah i think i missed something but i can't remember no. oh yeah just going back to tiktok 
Um, guys, join TikTok at your own risk. <laughs> <laughs> it's super addictive. As soon as, because uh, everyone was going on about it, and I was like, okay, let me try it. If you want to feel old, truly, if you want to feel old, go on TikTok. There's a bunch of 14 year olds that are in their school uniform trying to make jokes about, oh, year fours, right? Like, oh, that's that time in science class. Oh, so depressing. TikTok like, is the first social media validation. platform that has made me feel old. But. I'm not Basically, going to want, care about feeling old anymore. <laughs> you, but I'm glad I'm not in school anymore. One <laughs> thing I would say as well, like I would like to see, and I know I'm super guilty of this, a bit more intergenerational mixing in terms of like socializing. Like I don't really conversate with people that are much, much older than me, yeah. like outside of family members. So I think that's something... How do we do that? How do we fix that? If you know there's like an old man's working club or if like the domino the pepper pot people oh well, yeah, yeah we need to head there you yeah know. like go and find I some i walk past every day and i think i really want to go in and chat but i don't know if they want me there <laughs> if yeah. they just want to play bridge <laughs> but i want to play bridge too <laughs> yeah exactly just reach out and see if we can like get a bit of more intergenerational like Ch- interactions chain. happening and yeah and hopefully it will make for a better world this was a cute episode tom thanks yeah. for bringing this conversation up yeah Stop, I, do you know what it judging, is and another yeah one if you're gonna take one thing stop judging yourself and others on what age they are let's 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 leave that uh, in the last decade all right i don't know what that really it's means. 2020 now let's so move forward basically i'm gonna i'm gonna latch on for dear life to all the all the cool new hip young words i'm gonna be that 50 year old that's saying all the new shit i'm gonna be that guy <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna go to I'm gonna go to Liquid Windsor. <laughs> no, 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 okay, no, 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 like age like, gracefully. Gra- hang with gra- all the eighteen. No, gracefully. Uh, okay, I've opened the camera. Grey hair. <laughs> <laughs> Stay in your lane. Oh, uh, damn. But yeah, okay, bye, Thanks, guys. Thanks, Tom. Bye. Bye.